I think we're hitting the, the right note right here. This is perfect. Yeah. If I just don't scream about cats, we'll be fine. Okay. All Kay. right. Count of three. One, one, two, three. three. <laughs> Used to talk about Keanu Reeves, then things Christine's and Halloween's. Welcome, everybody, to another episode <laughs> of Two Bubblegum and, and Kill Cats. cats. I feel like we just got to rip cats, it yeah. off like a Band-Aid, you know? Like, let's just, we got to do it. Let's agree. Let's do Get it. Get into it. We got to right talk we gotta about this movie. Down. We just got to do we gotta it. We got to do it. Okay. Are we doing it? I am one of host, Brett Battistain. Oh, Hello. my God. Moving on. <laughs> Hello, Brett. <laughs> I'm another one of the hosts. My name is Dylan. Hi Hello, Dylan. Dylan. Hi. Hi Brett. Hello like guys. AA meeting yeah. right now. <laughs> Hi Dylan. I am the th- a third of a host. Tucker. Hi Tucker. We're here telling spooky stories. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, we really don't need to keep it down to okay. any, but we can talk normal. We're fine. Let's keep it down. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. We are here talking about our accidentally Christmas. Oh, that's right. Accidentally Christmas. Nice. Last week we Do picked you think our nominees. Accidentally Christmas is more a proper I'm, I think you're right I think it's I'm more proper yeah. Properly describes the category Okay I'm I with felt you. accidentally Sounded better But then when I was thinking about it I was like No Okay Incidentally, so I'm incidentally. I had the same exact feeling oh, Cool right. Let's go, yeah. go, I'm go with with, Let's go with Incidentally Christmas okay. yeah. Incidentally Christmas Yeah Alright <laughs> It just makes more sense It's not an accident Yeah and that It's very movie, purposeful In this movie It's the ICP Incidentally Christmas podcast um, incidentally, Christmas podcast. That episode hasn't come out yet, <laughs> okay. so Good. I'll still title it "Incidentally Christmas." Okay, okay. okay. retroactively. Nice work. Nice. And I'll just maybe I'll just cut you "Incidentally going, you Christmas" <laughs> over each one of us talking at the end. <laughs> incidentally Christmas. <laughs> That'd be great, um, and people will never know. Yeah. You should get <laughs> someone else seamless. to do the voice. It'll be though. seamless. Yeah. Just someone completely. That's not on. Do it in like a robot voice. <laughs> oh, cat or cat? <laughs> they call this dog a cat. It may as well be a cat. I don't know. There's. Yeah, oof. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's bad. Bad. We're, we're here. We're talking. The first ep- uh, movie we're talking about. Oh my god. In a series. <laughs> you, gonna make it, bro? you gonna make it? <laughs> we'll see. Uh, <laughs> I'm struggling. <laughs> he drank some juice. <laughs> Uh, no water, so, just water. <laughs> We're talking about scissor. <laughs> yeah, it also had a Nyquil in it. Oh God. <laughs> okay, yeah, we're talking about the first movie in our series, incidentally, Christmas. Dylan's choice. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. bang. Hello, Ooh, we did it. We did. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Um, <clears throat> I've watched this movie maybe once before. Yeah, and I remember really liking it. Yeah, the yeah. first time I watched it, which was uh-huh. plenty after it came out. Oh, okay. Um, and it was maybe like, like two thousand like ten. Like it, it came out in two thousand five or two thousand six. I forget. Two thousand five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So like, plenty. I I, I yeah, watched it for the first time before the Nice Guys came out. Okay. Like once. Okay. And really liked it. Yeah. How many times have you watched? it? I think okay. I think I remember seeing it. 
on cable soon after it had been, re- you know, released. So you the also theater, didn't so see it like when it first came out, uh, like in the theater. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, but you know, I was in the thick of having children, so I didn't see anything in the theater at that point. So <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, but I had seen it again sometime. Actually, no, I think I rewatched it. No, 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 no. I was convincing myself I'd rewatched it in the pandemic, but I didn't, but I had seen it. Uh, I feel like I had to have watched it one other time since that mm-hmm. so sometime in the mid 2000s or i'm sorry the teens the teens um and similar i remember liking it and then on this watch especially at the beginning i was like oh man i really like this yeah but yeah i don't want to jump straight in what about you what's your history with this i saw it in the theater <clears throat> i was still blissfully childless at the time <laughs> 2005 <laughs> um and i really liked it a yeah. lot yeah. and then i saw it <laughs> according to my records i did see it one other time in 2011 okay so oh. that's my that may be around when i saw it too again i think because it was a long enough ago that i no because i had pretty good memory of it. i feel like maybe i did watch it sometime in the last couple of years just as a val kilmer thing mm. so yeah. i don't know i don't know i think for me <clears throat> i like having really liked it when i first saw it and then having seen the nice guys so recently yeah. mm-hmm. and then rewatching this again, I was kind of feeling a lot like, I feel like the nice guys does a lot of what this movie does, but like better. just a tiny bit mm-hmm. better. Like, yeah, I agree. And yeah. It's kind of weird. Cause it is kind of like a retread. It's, pretty it's much similar, the same movie like uh, yeah it's I mean, it, yeah it, there's like yeah. tons of similarities between the two yeah, movies for sure like, yeah I, I i agree nice guys is a much better version of this and it's more palatable yeah that, mm-hmm. that was the part that was sticking out to me i was like boy this is really a and i think it's because they kind of did away with like the whole like meta mm. like mm. narrator yeah. like thing yeah uh, that it knows it's a movie type thing yeah. yeah yeah that's a very specific choice and it I feel like it works for this movie, but it it comes close. Like it it, yeah. it to me it it really dances a line and mm-hmm. <clears throat> honestly if it weren't to me the movie if it weren't for the strength of Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. specifically. I was going to say and the other people, but the strength of Robert Downey Jr. I think is what keeps this movie from being just like ugh, can't can't enjoy it. Like hmm. to me <laughs> To me, like, because I think Val Kilmer does a good job. Michelle Monaghan, I love her. Mm-hmm. But I, to me, me Robert Downey Jr. from like frame one, I'm like, I really love watching him. Like, yeah. he is super good in this movie all yeah. the way through. I used to be a big, big Robert Downey Jr. fan back in the day. <laughs> I, I don't know. Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of fell off the map for me once he became Marvel guy. Well, yeah. so this, I, I was curious stopped, about that, and I had to look up really the timing of this back then because this was pre-Marvel stuff. Yeah, it's like and three years before. Three years, but the... It was the, still post-breakdown, arrest, trial craziness, sure, right? but my point being, he has, especially in the very last part of the movie, like this turn into an action hero, and I was like, oh, that's interesting, because I don't think prior to that, I don't remember thinking of him as an action guy. I remember him mm-hmm. being in that U.S. Marshals movie and thinking it was oh, weird yeah. that he's carrying that gun and shooting people. <laughs> And that's the only other thing yeah. I can remember where he's even close to that mm-hmm. remotely. And in this movie, I, I don't know. There's something about his performance that I was like, I wonder if this is part of why they're like, yeah, we could take a chance on this guy as an action guy. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> I feel like this movie also does kind of get like weirdly overshadowed by like, I wonder if like Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr., paints my opinion of 
Robert Downey Jr. I in think it does this movie too. Mm. Into this movie, yeah. Oh, okay. I see what you mean because I, I watching him, I'm like, yeah, this is pre that, and you mm-hmm. can. I, I feel like I can tell because he's not leaning into that um, ego or arrogant character. Like he's not the arrogant character. Yeah, because I like <clears throat> by the later, like I've seen all the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. but like by the later Avengers movies, like I was pretty ready for. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to be done with Robert yeah. Downey Jr. as yeah. Tony, Stark. Tony, Stark. Tony Stark. Yeah. I was like, this, like, the shtick, I feel like, has gone on. Oh, yeah. Way too long. Yeah. Too yeah. long. <laughs> but did you, because I don't feel like that's the same shtick he's doing here. Uh, I feel like it almost is. Well, I feel well, like that's, that's just Robert Downey Jr., right? Exactly. Yeah. The Robert that, Downey Jr. I mean, of though. it all. He was always very, like, kind of uh, sarcastic yeah, and winking. Like, yeah. He had a really particular sense of humor mm-hmm. like, in his, his voice and his style. And I, I like that, that he brought that to Iron Man when I yeah. saw those, you know, and I did see the, the three Iron Man movies, mm-hmm. the um, Iron Man, the Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the first one cause it's Robert Downey Jr. And it was, sure. uh, you know, it was fun. Marvel didn't really exist yet right. as, as a cinematic universe. And, uh, and then I saw the second one cause I think it works there. And then I saw the third one cause Shane Black was there. Okay. Um, and sure. I actually, I remember liking that one a lot. Yeah. Uh, but, um, also, uh, incidentally like Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like he brought, you know some of that Robert Downey Jr. ness to it, which was what made it kind of. But Agreed. it wasn't like. But I think that's what he's talking about. Yeah. Is like looking back, it does because you're aware of where he's going in the next mm-hmm. 15 years. That it, I can see how what you mean. Like it's like, I feel like that was part of the reason I got so like. I don't want to watch any more of these. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I like Robert Downey Jr. I kind of want to keep him. As Robert Downey Jr. I feel like <laughs> I, I never came to dislike Robert Downey Jr. Even with the Marvel stuff. And, and watching this, I was like, I really, he's a really great actor. Like, I mm-hmm. love him in this movie. I agree. Yeah. Like, but that, that, like, I did have to, that did kind of like pop up for me a couple times watching the movie. Of yeah. like, it kind of was just like a ping or something in my sure. brain. <laughs> oh, yeah. sure. It's impossible not to now. For yeah. sure. Yeah, it's been weird. Like, even when he steps away from Marvel now and does something else. Like, he did, like, the Juror or whatever that was with Robert Duvall. It was like a courtroom thing after he had done a few Iron Men. Oh, I was going to say, that's then, a while ago still, right? <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. But, yeah. like, even that, like, I was just, I find myself being, like, yeah, not interested anymore for some reason. Yeah. That, yeah. And I, I, I don't know what that is. Yeah. I'm like, maybe I <laughs> found it more interesting when I felt like, what well, he could be insane a little bit. He could be a little crazy. And now he seems so stable and rich. And he's always rich, but now he's like a bajillionaire rich. Yeah. Him and his yeah. wife having a hand in all that stuff. So Who's his hand? wife? She's a producer. Uh, she, she was a producer on this movie, I think. I, I think, think this so. is where they met. Oh, mm. maybe. Um, but, seem, or maybe I would seem think, right. but but yeah. to the liking of the, the, That's, the, the I did no research on that. No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> on this film, let's like, make a lot of like claims about people with no research. I like that. Yeah. I like just saying, like, I think I heard that. Yeah, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at going into this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is so my opinion of the movie, I feel like, was a little bit weaker. Yeah. This, this time, time mm-hmm. than the first time I mm-hmm. saw it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. But also, I'm going to say, I watched this movie kind of in the middle of the night last night. Was it, you know, I was I was with it and everything, but I did like kind of look over a summary this morning just to like jog my memory before I came here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what did I watch last night? What happened? Yeah, I fell asleep 
or I like had to stop watching it like and had to watch the last half hour last night late last night mm-hmm. and I had to like rewatch that last half hour okay this morning because I was like I got do I remember what happened right. at the end of that movie right <laughs> you I know did? how it has that ending in the um where he's like talking to like a little video camera or something yeah. he's in that like Hollywood Hills mansion thing. yeah I swear that's the mansion where I did that uh Playboy reality show to force them. Oh, really? <laughs> it looks just like it. I'm like, I think that's where that happened that night. It was that, a weird night. That is <laughs> interesting. Do you did you, you talked about that on the show, right? I I imagine I probably did I, back I in the did. Keanu yeah. days. Yeah, Keanu days. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I did laugh out loud a couple times in the movie like uh-huh. there were a few times in the movie that i did laugh and thought were like really funny or yeah. like there was some fun detective stuff in the movie and uh-huh. uh, <laughs> i did like the movie still this time but i oh, think yeah. it was just like i didn't the first time i saw it i was like oh that was a really cool movie and yeah liked it a lot and this time was like maybe just like a step down yeah. from the first time I saw it. Now, I do think the nice guys does it better and so I think maybe that's impacting it a little bit cuz you can't help but compare it. Yeah, cuz they are so similar. It's, yeah. it's like and then rewatching this one I'm like, "Oh, it is crazy how just like uh, like so many similar beats yeah. they kind of follow." And it's cool cuz like Shane Black kind of invented that the buddy cop genre as we know it. Yeah, um, by writing Lethal Weapon, which kind of set the template for this kind of movie, and so yeah, to see him kind of go back over and over again and do it again, he kind of does it with Iron Man too, like he turns into a buddy cop thing with, with Tony Stark and Don Cheadle's character, and then there's the um, he even has like the fucking voiceover and everything in that movie, doesn't he? Yeah, it's yeah, it's just his thing, and I like it. <laughs> I like it too, and it it is kind of funny, but um, I did like the um. I think I just think the nice guys is like such kind of like a perfect movie. Me too. Like it was my favorite movie that year. Like it was my number one movie that year. Yeah, I, I fucking it. love that movie. And I, for like Ryan Gosling, I think in that movie is like, <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, and I mean, I I always kind of had a distaste for Russell Crowe, and I I after that movie, I was like, I love both these guys. Yeah, I think they're so funny. That Wait. movie kind of like solidified Ryan Gosling for me. Yeah, sure, for sure. <laughs> what, yeah. um, what I was I was gonna say about the voiceover in this movie is that you know because of the like fourth wall breaking of it all, right. with him addressing us as if I'm I'm the narrator of your movie that you're watching, <laughs> kind of thing. The one part later on in the movie that really that made me laugh was when he was like, <laughs> when they'd picked up some clue or whatever, uh-huh. and he was like. And have you, dear viewer, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> figured out the case of the yeah. dead people in L.A.? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or so whatever. That, and I was like, yeah, that I felt line like... la- made me laugh. And then the next line made me go, uh. <laughs> yeah. So, some of that stuff was like a it bit was, weak. It was that, weak. To me, that was like was the weakest part of the movie. It was weak. Yeah. It wasn't. It, w- it was an attempt to like. Right, like it's clearly he's trying to do the mm-hmm. fake uh, <clears throat> detective novel thing that they're talking about the whole throughout the whole film. Yeah, yeah, and like simulate Doing like that a noir type and simulate thing, the yeah. the stories that they find in there mm-hmm. and do it like I feel like the purpose of that is like because it takes place in Hollywood and it's centered around or based on like the movie industry. Mm-hmm. That's part of why he's doing it in this movie because I don't. There's no meta aspect to any of the other movies that I can think of, right? Like, this is the only Shane Black 
that does this. Oh, like, didn't Shane Black <clears throat> also so. write Last Action Hero? I believe so. I don't know. Last did, Action yeah. Hero has some like meta. Okay. Will you, stuff well, going I'll turn on mine because down just a little a, bit. Since it's a parody, I guess. And it's yeah, yeah. Movie there we go. Related. Good. Yeah, yeah. But, so, but I agree. The meta doesn't quite. Yeah, he did write it. It doesn't. It's not perfect, I guess. Like I do like the meta mm-hmm. approach, but I don't think they execute it well enough in this movie to. I know. I, I, I like want I'm, I'm trying to resist the idea of like telling him to like cycle it through one more time or do like a one one pass to like because I like it. It just doesn't land right. I, I guess like, is my problem. Yeah, sometimes like I found it funny, yeah. and then other times I kind of like like I that one you just referenced. Yeah. that one. You I think just that line's funny, but then he follows yeah. it up with the next line, which <laughs> I, was kind of a groaner to me. Yeah. And yeah. I can't remember what it was because well, I blocked but, it out because I was like, I thought that was funny. Well, I funny. like I like when he's doing <laughs> when the flashback. <laughs> I like when he does the flashback and he's like, oh, great. Yeah, let's just put the camera right behind these two assholes. Get out of the fucking way. And those oh, people are like, oh, right. oh. <laughs> I thought that was funny. But I like that, that one. It is a weird tone shift because <clears throat> there's another like toss in at the end when he's like acknowledging that it's kind of weak to have Val Kilmer's character come back alive even though he was shot through the chest and apparently dead. And he's like, why not bring them all back and like you, you i mean you, surely you see like yeah abraham lincoln's in the right. back coming right. in and then at the very end it's elvis like right I, I, that's funny it's a weird tone shift yeah. <clears throat> i don't know it like takes the meta and then tries to be slapstick about it and then reel it right back in which it just i don't know like i want to mm-hmm. like it more than i did I like that mm-hmm. part of it i want to like more than i did and honestly yeah m- my take this time through and i actually wound up watching it twice just for the hell of it in anticipation of today. Oh, um, Oh, just for, oh, how, this? How just nice. for today um, <laughs> is like the how first of you <laughs> the first, like third to half of the movie. I just love, I'm just like, I like its pace. I like what's going on. I like the way that it's winking at us. I like everything about it. I even yeah. like the goofy stuff with like the robot guy. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I love that. I it's like such that. a, it's such a yeah, nifty yeah. little, like, Oh, this is curious, and like how all these unlikely events can all coalesce to have them be at that same party. Like, I like mm-hmm. that. That's that, and then it it just doesn't quite hold that same pace and yeah. verve. I don't know for the second half. There's I, a little. I also yeah. like. Uh, I agree. I, I find the mystery a little bit uh, convoluted, a little bit weak. Mm-hmm. Well, but it's supposed to, like that's intentional because it's those I know. books, right? They're yes. trying to just simulate those books as, but the like. I, I guess because I'm like, it, I can't help but kind of compare it to the nice guys. Like the nice yeah. guys, the mystery in the nice guys is like just convoluted enough. Okay, and but just simple enough it's that more like engaging. it's more engaging and you can follow it. I feel like mm-hmm. the mystery in this one was like I'd like go back a few times and be like, wait, yeah. did I miss something? I, I yeah, feel like they, all the joy I'm getting out of extra, it. They threw one extra little thing in there that made it like, well, I I wasn't that engaged in it, but you're right because then they call it out at the end when Val Kilmer's explaining stuff and I was like. That's true. I wasn't paying close enough attention. I might not have even noticed that if you yeah. hadn't said that. But yeah. now I'm like, well, this is too much. <laughs> yeah. I feel so. like the joy in this movie that I get is from the 
from the uh, performances yes. and the characters interacting and like yes. I'm really into that and I'm enjoying it and then the plot rears its ugly head again and I'm like wait what was happening like <laughs> yeah. that's how I kept because yeah, it's it, not like enough for me to like agreed. really dig into I agree because I'm and that's, like oh okay that's why I started off saying how much I love Robert Downey Jr. in this because mm-hmm. I do and I'm like I'm yeah. on board just watching him do what he's doing in these scenes. And I love Val Kilmer. I love Tom Val Kilmer. Stupid and like <laughs> oh, and their their yeah. their interactions are awesome. Yeah, and and it is funny because yeah. even like even what, though what he's doing on screen is a jerk, Val Kilmer, I'm like <laughs> I still don't see him as a jerk. <laughs> like he's being right. a jerk, but I, I don't see well, him as a jerk. The scene where Robert Downey Jr. throws yes. the gun into yes. the pond. Yeah. And <laughs> like calling him an idiot and yeah. like all that stuff uh-huh. is really it's really, really funny. Yeah. Really oh, and then funny. then the follow up when because the timing of the movie also is like there's too much happening in a short amount of time to make sense. Yeah, or to like be plausible, which is fine. It's a movie. Yeah. Anyway, but like immediately after that, when then he like finds out that Michelle Monaghan killed herself, and he's like leaning against the car and all sad, and like Val Kilmer's like, I'm I'm really sorry. I got. I gotta leave. <laughs> I, no, but I gotta. I gotta leave. I do gotta leave. <laughs> I really like that. Yeah. And I, you know, okay. So the bottle, the the, the period, the the little uh, encapsulation of the time period. We can't talk about this movie and not comment on Val Kilmer's character is his character being uh, was it Big Gay? No, no, uh, Gay Perry. Gay, gay Perry. Perry. Gay yeah. Perry. I, I can I mean it, it to me is surprising that that's what 17 years ago when this movie came out like I would have guessed that we were past that kind of thing and past the like the default homophobia that's contained in the movie even in mm. in the gay Perry character is a, a stereotype <laughs> that is clearly defined by a non I think, by, a, by a hetero man I think you would be wrong <laughs> Well, I remember at the time because no. I was, I knew Shane Black was gay. And so I was like, oh, oh I didn't cool. know Shane Black, Shane is, Black gay? is gay. Yeah, he is. And oh. I was like, oh, no well, idea. that's cool. That that. This character in his first movie that he's directing, he's putting this. Wait, this is his first man. movie as director. Yeah. Well, that makes this make a lot more sense. Oh, <laughs> I thought that I thought that this was like, no. OK, because some of the action towards the end, I'm like, man, this is clunky. I see what he's trying to do mm. and he's doing an effective job. But like. Huh, this is the guy who did Lethal Weapon? No, Richard, Richard Donner wrote, did Lethal Weapon. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. okay. <laughs> Shane Black just wrote it. Ro- okay, that makes... But I also loved, I was like, less, it's I'm so l- cool that there was like this, that he's a, he was this gay screenwriter <laughs> that was swimming in this action movie <laughs> well, uh, and, and kind of defining it for all these that's that cool. macho people, you know? I appreciate that he's putting the character in there and putting it in as a like, in your fucking By face. By the way, the fact that you guys didn't know that is making me doubt myself, but again... I'm not doing any more research. No, we, there's no way to know. There's, there's no way to no check way this to out. And so. But okay, so are you disagreeing with me? Or are you uh, that that feels a little it felt problematic? Definitely of the time. Like, oh, it feels of the time. At that time, of course, like, it that does. seemed almost uh, progressive that he was even a character. I guess that's you more what of I mean? what I'm commenting on. Is I remember having a feeling that it was a progressive aspect and then seeing it here i was like well that's it doesn't still feel kinda. like it anymore <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You know, it feels a little well, it feels behind the data well, yeah. dated. the thing though t- there are like the gay perry character is kind of interesting because there are some notable things that by today's standards do kind of are like a little cringy Mm-hmm. As the well, as not the, the, not the, not the, not the least of which being casting a, a straight male actor. Sure, but 
the fact that like he's a character that his sexuality is not at like the center of all his actions in right. the movie mm-hmm. or like all of his dialogue sure like and he's the it's most like incidental, mm-hmm. you know, that he's gay. Oh yeah, like, no, I appreciate that. And so he that's, is, kinda, that's cool. And he's the most like uh, competent, competent. <laughs> and I want to say like macho. Like I mean, he's tough. Yeah. He's yeah. effective. You know, and uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is just a schmo the whole time. He keeps fucking up. He's like, other than having a sharp wit, he does everything wrong. Right. And like Perry's in charge and like the the most. Yeah, competent. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's all cool. And I, I think so. <coughs> I mean, that seems cool to, as like just a, a straight white person. <laughs> right, <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah it seems cool well, to and me. I think, yeah. it, it, and you're right. But it it could is, be. No, it's progressive in terms of that for that period. I, I just, I guess I'm commenting on like when Robert Downey Jr. is walking through that party after he's, his finger's been lopped off and he's high on Demerol or whatever and he's yeah. just like looking at stuff and there's the the guys in the cage and he's just like kind of eyeballing like this is weird and then the, the one guy goes down and simulates oral sex on the other guy and Robert Downey Jr.'s response is like and turns away like oh yeah. that's off-putting like that kind of just latent like because yeah the movie is framing a homosexual character as like the most competent person blah 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 yeah but we're still gonna be like oh gross yeah, that's like, that's the part that I was like, huh? I didn't remember that, and like, I, but I, whatever. It doesn't make me feel less interested in the film or like yeah. paint it weird. I just was surprised, like, oh man, that's still in two thousand five. Is still the baseline. It's no. I feel like it's noteworthy. You know, like yeah. uh, like <laughs> the fact that like Robert Downey Jr. like does like the yeah. after they like kiss like that type of yeah. thing. Like, yeah, stuff He's like, like that. Yeah. yeah, he does a whole thing. Yeah. Come on. Okay. <laughs> whole, okay, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, this is the same year the 40 year old so virgin comes out. I, I, you know I, what I mean? With I the whole, you know how I know you're gay scene. Like, it's a. Yeah. That oh, I forgot about that. Extended. Yeah, yeah. Well, and like same Tropic year. Thunder's a couple years out. Yeah. I, like, I know that whatever level of political correctness, if you want to call it that, that's are infused into our life today was not there then it just it's just an interesting thing like time passes and i don't know about you guys but i become less capable of determining when shit happened in in my right. life yeah well are you looking up about shane black right now I was, i'm trying to find something about okay him, yeah. because the other thing about that oh fuck it just left my head um oh get it back get it back get it back no 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 <laughs> it is something i wanted to comment about on this film oh the it would also make sense the way he's written Robert Downey Jr.'s character to be so uh, the the interactions he has with women, especially beautiful L.A. women, Hollywood mm. women, is utterly impossible unless he is himself a John <laughs> Hamm level, super handsome and uh, 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 let's say air quotes important p- player in Hollywood. Women are not going to interact with him like that. Like even the opening sequence where he's walking around the party and the woman comes up and is like, "Who? Who are you?" Like, blah, blah, blah. like yeah. Women don't approach men like that. They just don't. And right. They didn't in two thousand five. They don't today. That's just <laughs> not how the dynamic works. Unless you're like somebody of note, right? Like Robert Downey Jr. is a yeah. handsome guy, right? But he's still just a guy at a party in L.A. and everyone's beautiful in L.A. Like that's the right. point. No women are coming like, and that happens to him multiple times. Like Flicka, he oh, has yeah. an interaction with Flicka. Like that woman is not going to give him the time of day. Right. At best, he could like nod at her, and she would just like roll her eyes and look away. Right. <laughs> I, I just all of that. It would make sense if this was written from 
the caricature aspect of somebody who doesn't ever involve trying to talk to women at a party or at a bar because that's how it reads is this is written either this guy is the hottest human being on (laughs) the planet (laughs) or it's someone who's never actually tried to interact with women at a bar or at a party (laughs) right especially in la (laughs) and i've never been to la i can just guess that it's a, a thousand times worse than anywhere else in the country in terms of like women are just going to have a wall up because beautiful women are hassled by men constantly. So they're not going to suddenly be like, Oh, but this five foot nine (laughs) mildly attractive guy is, you know, unless they reveal the fourth wall and like, yeah, this is a movie star. So we're (laughs) going to pay attention to him. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Am I rambling too much? Does that, I mean, because that, that also struck me of like, why would this guy have so much, so much game? (laughs) Yes. So much game, like incidental (laughs) game. Right. He's just got a magnetism to a right, <laughs> which is unearned because I mean, yeah, he's fine, but they right. Okay, there's a scene. It's I the feel Robert like there's Downey a Junior of it all. Sure. Well, and that's what I mean. Like, unless they reveal that he's actually Robert Downey Junior, which I can see him getting that kind of attention at shit in L.A. Because whatever, he's been a movie star since he was 15 or something. Right. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Um, is this like when Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> plays like a mattress salesman in Jingle All the Way? <laughs> Honestly, Arnold Schwarzenegger getting that kind of attention, even as a fucking gargantuan Austrian <laughs> mattress salesman, would make better sense just because he's interesting looking and massive. Like Robert Downey Jr. is like my size. Like right. he's, he's just a small, handsome looking guy. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, and there, okay, I feel like there's also a scene cut out or something missing because that same, I think it's that same scene when he shows up kind of high on Demerol looking to chat with Gay Perry about whatever aspect of the case that has just come to him or he's just found. Oh, when he finds out the, the credit card was in Michelle Monaghan's name, right? Like, so the two air quotes, two cases are one case, just like the, the Philip, whatever Marlowe books. It's not Philip Marlowe, whatever they are. You know yeah. what scene I'm talking jo- about? He shows Johnny's, up. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the one that puts Michelle Monaghan in that, that very attractive outfit that she wears for the rest of the movie. The little Santa outfit. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I've had a crush on her for, I, I didn't even realize I had a crush on her and I'm like, Oh man, I've, adored this woman since probably when I saw this in 2005 and didn't know it was her she I also have uh, she's terrific she's just she just seems like oh the girl next door I guess that's probably on her little bio when she was first trying to be (laughs) in Hollywood anyway I just and also like I don't know what kind of quality it is where like she seems to just kind of like pop up in stuff but she's not like like an A-list, like everybody knows her name type of I think person. that's true, yeah. She falls in the category of like, the, which is in, inane, but I have like, when I see actors and actresses where I'm like, oh, those are my like my secret, like I know them. No one <laughs> yeah. else knows them. And I'm like, you know them because they're showing up and shit, so people know them. <laughs> yeah. But I have that same sense because they aren't the household names. And I'm like, oh, yeah, she's she's like, her, who, oh, fuck, what's the actor's name? I can never remember his fucking name guy from uh 310 to yuma and alpha dog and uh uh hell of high water and ben foster Foster. Foster. yeah yeah i fucking love him yeah Yeah. and i've had that same thought of him of just like oh he's my guy like nobody knows fucking ben foster (laughs) i fucking love him but of course everybody knows him because he's a great actor and he shows up and everything i watched flash forward when it was on (laughs) i don't even know what that is that was the first that that was like a uh, Nickelodeon show that he was oh, on when he was like was a, t- he? a teenager. I didn't know. I remember 
really not liking him in Six Feet Under. And that was, and then when he started, just him, like, because his character is just like, <laughs> doesn't matter. Okay, the scene that I think, I, that scene where he shows up and he's, you know, trying to get Perry back on board with working with him, blah, blah, blah. There is a degree to which every person in that party knows Robert Downey. Why do, what is, oh, Harry. Isn't his name Harry? Harry, yeah. Knows Harry, has an opinion about Harry. And right. is collectively thinking about Perry, Harry in a right. way that makes no sense. Right. So that's why. Because he flew out there for a screen test. <laughs> well, but and then because she goes, who here hates Perry or hates Harry or whatever? And uh, the whole room raises their hand. Like and and like there's a moment where uh, uh, Val Kilmer it's Perry and Harry that bothers me. I didn't realize this the whole time. Um, <laughs> where like, cause he's, you know, uh, Harry's talking to Michelle Monaghan. <laughs> what the fuck? Robert Downey Jr. is talking to Michelle Monaghan about whatever. And then it's time for Perry to show up, Val Kilmer. And he makes some statement that is like a, an offhand comment. And someone in the background responds and it's just like, and like throws a drink at him and he ducks and it's supposed to be suave and like integral, but it feels like something is missing. Like there was some kind of interaction that involved all of them and the party that would get everybody focused on them or make sense for why they'd be focused on them that had to be cut for some reason. So that, that, that whole scene is like that aspect of it doesn't make sense. Like, it's a key scene because it's you know integral to the plot but like it feels like something's missing yeah. am, am i off base because i feel like i'm going on about this and i can't tell if you're <laughs> if you noticed that or not did did that stand out to you at all i i felt like there was a lot of things throughout the movie that like i i was kind of having trouble keeping track of all the machinations throughout yeah the entire movie like from the beginning like the first part of the movie, I was kind of like keeping up with everybody's yeah. backstory and stuff. But it was like simple. Yeah, but once like the mystery kicks in, yeah, I was kind of mm-hmm. having a hard time just like following along. Yeah, with mm-hmm. the movie. Well, because they have the the frying pan and fire character. Oh yeah, those two guys like that. Yeah, like, and I was having trouble like even <laughs> with those guys like understanding like yeah, what's their motivation, who they were working for, right. like where like. That's what, what I mean. Like, to get out of that, it. Like, that, that feels like those two characters should have just been the bad guys, not working for the bad guy. So they should have. Th- that feels. I agree. Like that was one extra layer that then feels confusing. And like having the sister of Michelle Monaghan's character, like that subplot, right, seemed like <clears throat> so kind of like tangentially I think partly because we never and, ever see her as an adult. So they just talk about her. We see images. Of maybe yeah, because I, I thought that was weird too that we never saw her. So yeah. maybe that's what I think that's I was part feeling. of it. I think that is part of it because, again, to the meta aspect of the movie, like it's intended to be like Robert Downey Jr. is trying to help solve this one, Perry's trying to solve the murder of the other person, and then oh, they're the same thing, right? But yeah, it, it needs that extra reinforcement of a phone call between them or like. Make it not a surprise that the sister was in town. Make it like that she's visiting and, and there's a scene that, I mean, that would add like 15 minutes to the movie or something. So, yeah. Mm. But I do think that that adds to the like, I'm not 100% clear what's happening. Well, even the scene where like Robert Downey Jr. gets the call that supposedly Michelle Monaghan's character had yeah. killed herself. Yeah. 
and then having it be revealed that it wasn't her it was the her sister, sister i was yeah. like that seems like weird that seems like a unnecessary kind of like weird like quick red herring <laughs> like yeah why, like, why, like michelle monahan even calling to be like my sister killed herself seems like it would be like the yeah. same thing yeah and right. all of that's within one night <laughs> yeah right like they find the dead body in the trunk or yeah. i'm sorry yeah in the trunk in the in the in the river in the, water. in the water but they leave it there right drive back to the hotel they have the conversation in the hotel uh, in on in this front or he's sitting out in front of the hotel when he gets the phone call right and then goes upstairs to his room and is like there's a flashback and so like for us there's other stuff happening but for what's happening in the movie half hours passed right because then all this stuff has occurred and then michelle monahan's at the door right so that's odd like why does she know where he is right like and and then also at that point too isn't the body already like up in his room at that yes, point that's what i mean yeah. so oh, like a 45 minutes tops have passed but yet those people were able to find out where he stays get in there put the body in the room you know plant a gun right it's all very fast <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah it feels yeah, uh, very efficient <clears throat> right yeah <laughs> uh, well and a lot of work to just why not just why not just kill robert downer jr and be done with it like mm. that would make much more sense than trying to frame him for something just kill him yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just wait uh, for him in a room and shoot him when he comes in or strangle him or whatever yeah I yeah. do like that scene though where he's like chatting with her and like well and then because there's a prolonged interaction between them right like so they've called 911 saying there's been an altercation you know but it's not it, there's still enough time for Robert Downey Jr. and Michelle Monaghan to have a whole little intimate interaction that's the scene with the spider yeah. going in her bra and like yeah. the discussion and then he goes to the bathroom and sees the dead body in there like again screen time 15 minutes to right. 10 minutes have passed if you got a 911 call about somebody getting killed in a hotel room the cops would have been there by then right so yeah. well hopefully <laughs> well but that's what i mean but then as soon as he sees the body suddenly the urgency is there and it's all like the timing mm-hmm. is like cracker jack right so it, it all is a little too nifty yeah, which would work, mm-hmm. which works if we're just bought into the meta aspect of all of this. You, you know what scene I did really like was the scene where they're at the party in the beginning, uh-huh. and Michelle Monaghan's character falls asleep, and the guy yeah. comes in. Oh and then my Ro- god, I love when that. Robert Downey like challenges him to the fight and like talks that huge game, yeah. and then it cuts to him, just getting, like, him get, the, yeah. getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. I thought that was. No, I love that. Great. Like, no, I love that because it establishes our hero is just a schmo who can't actually handle himself, which right, is an exactly. uh, counter hero. Right. And right. Gay Perry is the antithesis of he's that. He's one, like yeah. completely, I don't want to say macho, but he's not even macho. He's just tough. And, and, he's, yeah. and he's competent. Like, yeah, competent. He, yeah. He's smart. He like has his wits about him. And <laughs> Like Robert Downey like hits him that one time and then he's just like, no, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw an, an article in my research right now. I'm still trying to find stuff about Shane Black's sexuality, but uh, he talks, just, you he talks in an interview about this movie okay. about Gay Perry at the time. Okay. And he was talking about how, um, and, and it said that it's widely considered the first like openly gay action 
character I in an action I can see movie. that. I, there aren't a lot of them. And he's he was talking about like, oh, with Will and Grace, things had kind of been, hmm. uh, they've been more mainstream, but he wanted to have a gay character that was competent and saved the day and yeah. like he could do all those things and like that was his goal with this that's all i could I think, find i but, feel like he did a good job with that i yeah. mean that does he does i mean the only cringy aspect is that he's called gay perry which is annoying yeah and then he's played by val kilmer right but i mean right. you gotta take small steps where you get him i guess but yeah it's all a progression hopefully you know <laughs> you hope you don't go back but right. then you do and then you, you know uh but did, yeah. you, did you try just googling is Shane Black gay? I put Shane Black gay, but then I, you know, there's a whole bunch for gay? that. But gay? <laughs> question mark. Did you put three A's? Gay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was my mistake. Anyway, um, but I, yeah, I feel I feel like um, I, I feel like it would be really weird that I somehow made that up. I heard that. Uh, a lot of times I well, mean and I've known this forever sure. like I was like oh the guy that wrote Lethal Weapon and is in Predator I'm like that's pretty cool I didn't know that you know I mean is it telling that he doesn't have anyone listed as a as a spouse or whatever it's, on the I mean, maybe whatever that, I mean, you got me I want I know I gotta know I, I tried to find something I couldn't, really I didn't find yeah. anything interesting and they say he was a notorious party boy like apparently after he did like uh, uh, uh who uh, says uh, these Wiki- articles Wikipedia. were like uh, Hollywood party boy Shane Black in the 90s because he disappeared oh was he part of the pussy posse <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I think it, was, I think it was a different scene but he was uh I feel like people don't talk about the he pussy said that posse he, enough. Oh, he dropped <laughs> off oh, pay, bro. <laughs> he kind of dropped off the map like after like last action hero and stuff like that because he he and he said he wasn't really happy with the kind of stuff he was doing like writing and I he like stopped last until hero, this by the way sure you talk about it all the <laughs> time like, you can't stop talking about it last action hero last boy scout stuff like that i meant a lot of the lasts he does yeah so he's like is, this is, is the last one is the nice guys do. is the nice guys his most recent thing no then the he la- did the, the predator most? after that mm. that was his last I heard that that's not good directed I thought it was I fun, but didn't not great. love it. Yeah, I, I was, didn't hate it. I was more I don't uh, give a shit enough excited. about the Predator to go check out a reboot of the Predator. I was I mean it wasn't a reboot, it was just a new one. But uh Oh, I thought it was an a re like I a mean, start of it or whatever. No? I mean they didn't try to like redo the first movie or anything. It was just another Predator movie. It's in, in universe is what you're saying? It's, yeah. it's part of the same universe. Okay. Um I was real excited because it was Shane Black. Sure. Same. And then I was kinda like, eh. Okay. Yeah, because you're in love but, with um, Shane Black. Pretty, pretty stupid. <laughs> so, you know, did Fred Decker do something on that with him? Because it has not more of a Fred Decker feel to me. And him and Fred Decker wrote Monster Squad together and were part of, like, the same group of friends. Oh, uh, yeah. We've talked about Fred Decker recently. Did we? With House. Didn't, oh, yeah. Right? Didn't yeah. he have something yeah, to do yeah, with yeah. House? Or am I making no, that I up? No, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, Fucking so, better be. <laughs> anyway, especially that ending of The Predator. Do you remember the ending? That felt really Fred Decker to me because it like felt really RoboCop three to when me. When he gets like the armor at the end, is <laughs> yeah. that what you're talking about? Yeah. 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 Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, well, now I'm not watching it. Um. <laughs> now now I'm not watching it. <laughs> written, oh, it was written by Fred Decker and Shane Black. The Predator the pre- was. Oh, yeah. well, there you go. I think just Shane Black's name is just cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So is Fred Decker. <laughs> so this, this, those are uh, cool names. Decker. Fred Decker. Decker. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, very Fred cool. Decker. Fred Decker. Right. The other thing I didn't uh, like I didn't love the aspect of 
Robert Downey Jr. and Michelle Monaghan's characters having like a childhood. Yeah, that was. Uh, oh yeah, they were in school together. And not yeah. even just that they were like mild acquaintances, but the fact that they were like. Yeah, he was besties. Close. Yeah, yeah. They seemed yeah. like. <clears throat> well, what didn't you like about that? Well, that it like takes him a while to like recognize right. her. There's and, no like, way he would mm-hmm. not recognize her. Right. That makes yeah. no sense. I mean, it makes sense if they if the roles were reversed. And, and then also she, they just both so yeah. happen to be caught up in this. Like, well, but that's the whole plot. point of it. Well, but yeah. that's the whole point of it. I mean, and it all yeah, ties into those books. I mean, that part I'm willing to take, except because the whole idea of the movie is this meta approach to all of this stuff being like tied around the the pulpy novels being so incredulous yeah. and they're impossible and then they're involved in one guys i love all of it <laughs> i do I, I still my walkway is i still do really like the movie yeah, I, really I just do. i really enjoy the it first half is better than the second half i have to pee but then i think we should really talk well. about the incidental christmas of it all oh I agree. we haven't touched on that at all i know i'm with you okay. which is a credit to its incidentalness <laughs> i had forgotten <laughs> that it was and i believe we'll probably end up going into like the first like one of the ratings when we like which mm. which movie is most incidentally christmas yeah oh, okay yeah yeah i don't even remember what most the other two movies yeah. it's hardly there <laughs> go ahead go pee I've been watching a lot of Seinfeld recently, (laughs) and this movie reminded me of the bit that he did on the show where he was like talking about how horrible he's the guy at the movie who's like (laughs) always turning to the friend of me and like, so who's that guy? Right, right. (laughs) Oh, well, if he was with them, why did he kill that guy? Oh, you mean he wasn't really with them? That's kind of how I yeah. felt when I was watching, watching this movie. This, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Seinfeld. Felt like I wish I had somebody next to me to be like, wait, so who is that guy and why are they doing this? <laughs> uh, okay. Sometimes in movies like that, because, you know, I've said this many times is that I'm not really, I don't really have a plot brain. I'm more like, I like characters and stuff and so like story kind of uh if it gets too much i'm just like not interested yeah or i don't even think about it and then i'm like okay what's important now is that these two people are here together <laughs> yeah. let's see what happens i'll yeah. figure it out that's how i approach a lot of stuff that gets too plotty yeah um and i feel like the nice guys is like um just way more like just holds itself together way more mm-hmm. and just Agreed. like makes way more sense kind of throughout and yeah. like yeah i never kind of struggle to understand and maybe i'm just a dumbo no 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 <laughs> that's no. what i, I it's assume not, it's about not myself. effectively yeah. it's I'm like, not i'm just not smart enough i feel like he sh- trims stuff out because it is yeah. a good 97 minutes long or whatever like i appreciate the brevity of the film yeah, yeah. The nice guys never lets you go. Like, yeah, it hooks my attention right at the beginning, and like I'm. Well, neither there's does this never movie. a port where I'm like, this movie does the same wait, what? thing. What's happening? But the nice guys is over two hours, right? So is he, it? He has like an extra twenty minutes of time that he doesn't give himself in this, and I don't know if that was. Is it? Thought so. That was I think close. It, that makes sense to me that it'd be about because there two is hours. there well, are maybe. aspects of this movie that are exactly that. That's why I feel like the first half flows better because it's not getting bogged down by like stuff in the plot that give him i don't know what it would take to fix it it's an hour 56 yeah so close to two but i again i wouldn't be surprised if like add another 15 minutes to add like a scene or two with the sister so we're connected to the sister so that that 
whole like dynamic makes some sense. Yeah. Give us a little more time with Corbin Burnson as a bad guy to get an idea of why he's nefarious. Like, yeah, but then you have to spend more time with Corbin Burnson. <laughs> but I think he's fine in this movie, no, he's though. Fine. He, he's fine. Like, I, he's fine. I appreciate a lot about this movie. Like, I love that they use footage of Corbin Burnson yeah. from L.A. Law in whatever that uh, yeah, little yeah, fake yeah. movie they're doing. With, like, uh, and, and they're like, um, <clears throat> what's his ass? Uh, Michael Beck. They're like, it stars yes! Michael Beck Michael from Beck. Xanadu. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just because he's in that scene. That yeah. was so great. Anyway, so, the incidental Christmas. The Christmas of it all. Yeah. Um, this movie, I feel like, actually did have a pretty good f- flavor of incidental Christmas, I thought. I all thought throughout. So yeah, there's yeah. always a reminder that that's the p- time period. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially the f- even the fact that at the end... I think he says something like Merry Christmas or something mm-hmm. like that to Perry. Maybe I think Harry says Merry Christmas to Perry mm-hmm. like towards the end of the movie. Oh, like in the hospital? Yeah. Okay. I don't there's remember. Christmas music. Yeah. And yeah, there's Christmas music and like... She's dressed up like a Santa Claus for right. a portion of it. That's yeah. what I'm talking about, the uh, the outfit that she wears for the end of the movie. That's right. what I'm talking yeah. about. Oh, That's what I'm talking about. I'm going to get some. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> No, and even the opening, he's like shopping or whatever, (laughs) burglarizing (laughs) for Christmas. For Christmas. Right, right, right. And the whole movie happens over the course of like four days or something, right? It's like, so it's like just the lead into Christmas. Because Christmas doesn't even happen, it doesn't seem. There's just Christmas parties. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Christmas actually does happen. But also, like, yeah, it's it's exactly the right flavor of mm-hmm. incidental Christmas where it's yeah. like happening in the background. Yeah. Could take it out of this the movie entirely and it would all still make it all yeah, makes perfect, perfect sense. sense. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's no aspect of it that hinges on the fact that it's Christmas at all. No. But the Christmas is there at the level like if the barometer for incidental Christmas is die hard, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> sure, it's it's right in the same. In fact, yeah, it's more so than that cuz die hard's Christmas Eve. Well, sure, mm. but like the, the whole thing hinges on a Christmas party. Yep, yep. So yep, like, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. that movie has like Christmas throughout, but they could be gathered for any reason. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be, be any like yeah. party. The, the moral of the story has nothing to do with Christmas, right? One hundred percent of Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whereas like this one nails it. Yeah, yep. it nails its incidental Christmas. <laughs> it's it's I, the exact right flavor. It is for an incidental Christmas, a I non-Christmas agree. Christmas. Oh, movie. I also 100%. wanted to mention because I, you know, I just watch other shit all the time, and um, I watched War of the Roses last week, and Ooh, I was like, this is incidentally in Christmas. Like, oh. there are like two, maybe three Christmases they pass through, and Christmas is very like pivotal in those moments. Oh. I'm like, this totally counts, and it's wintry. It even ends in the snow. I don't remember. You know? I, I saw that movie in the theater. I was like, That's I don't a good remember. one. I, but I the, remember. But loving it like but. the whole i've only seen that movie once and it when it was when i was really young i think i only saw like the last 30 minutes on oh. tv <laughs> <laughs> i uh, saw it with my uh saw it with my mom in the theater in california i saw it in the theater and i certainly watched it on video yeah. more than once as a kid soon after that yeah, i loved it i did too i still love it i think no, it's really because i saw it in the theater i remember <laughs> specifically because yeah. it was before the simpsons became a thing mm-hmm. and they they released that first episode of the Simpsons, the like 10 minute little teaser of them all going to the psychiatrist and buzzing each other as a little pre movie cartoon that was out with the film. Uh, 
Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, remember, I remember distinctly remember being like, oh, this is cool. Because that was a throwback idea of having yeah. movies open with a cartoon at the beginning. Because that's what the yeah. Warner Brothers cartoons were originally. Right, yeah. I was staying down in California because I had to have surgery. I was like 11, 12. And um, I remember my mom taking me to the movies to see that. Um, <laughs> she was like about ready to go through another divorce oh. it was it was gearing up so <laughs> so that one hit pretty hard for her like she did not like it and i oh, thought it really? was funny so and good. then like a few years later it was like her favorite movie yeah <laughs> and the other movie she took me to was a double feature of um the wizard with fred savage oh the yeah Nintendo I, love, movie. I love that movie <laughs> and the that b feature was christmas ridiculous vacation. oh so that would be an amazing double feature <laughs> oh wow yeah it was a good double feature the I wizard double features man <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's only a handful of them i got to go to as a kid i don't kid, think i ever went to one just missed that i technically so cool. went to uh, uh california <laughs> california <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i technically the power glove <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad i, love I don't think i've ever watched that movie you've never seen it the wizard no, oh my I was, gosh! I was. I'm it just enough older than you. Jenny Lewis. I know. I'm just enough, oh. just old enough, <laughs> older than you enough to have been like, I'm not watching that. And I didn't like video games, but I still was like, sure. It's yeah, Fred Savage, it. dude. That's yeah, Fred, Fred Savage. The whole movie is like a commercial for Super Mario mm-hmm. Brothers Three. Is yeah, it, it was and, like the first look at. And Super I remember Brothers seeing 3. Super Mario Brothers Three in that movie and being like. Oh my god! <laughs> They've perfected the video game. <laughs> this is this is the pinnacle. There will be nothing better than nothing this. better. <laughs> it oh was so cool. I was like, I have to play that game so bad. <laughs> Someone's got to pick the wizard when we do road trip movies. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> have, have, have we not done that yet? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Um, so what else do we say about this movie? I mean. I like it. I like it. And I, I, like I it liked it too. It's good. Yeah, but I just um it's not as good as the nice guys. I agree. Yeah. No. And the fact finding out right here that this was his first movie gives mm. me a lot better of a warm fuzzy about it cuz it Yeah. cuz it is a it's a really big undertaking for a mm-hmm. fil- first film, right? I mean there's so much going on. Yeah, it's so pretty ambitious. It's very mm-hmm. ambitious and because of that I think it holds itself together really well. I mean, my initial thought was like, man, it's too bad it doesn't hold itself together well enough. But as a first pass, it holds itself together really well, I feel. I'm I mean, with you. I'm, I'm giving it a little more lenience because yeah. of that. Yeah, it's like, it's kind of the type of thing where you'd rather see like an ambitious yeah. failure as opposed and to like... And it's not even a failure. It just mm-hmm. doesn't land what right. he's trying to get at. So for extra sure. points for that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, and I agree. Nice Guys does do it better. And it, even like the meta stuff, uh, like it knows yeah. it's in a, a movie and stuff. Like some of that stuff was a little clunky to me, but like... It still worked for I me. I was still like, mm-hmm. well, I, I can appreciate that you're like what you're trying to do yeah it doesn't like always yeah land well and in for the, me, the I, final wink because it ends with him like talking into a camera like yeah. recording himself for whatever reason end credits turn yeah. off the camera thing the and and, yeah. and yeah. like val kilmer coming up and putting his hand over his mouth he's like all right we're done he's like if you wonder what a best boy is it's the producer's nephew and you can see robert downey jr start laughing really hard like right. that's an actual joke that <laughs> yeah. they just made like right. i don't think that was part of anything <laughs> right and that 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 little flavor there makes me like oh, i just love being in this world i yeah. like this uh-huh. this is sweet i've I, we haven't even really talked about val kilmer that much mm. but i've always really liked val kilmer yeah mm-hmm. yeah and honestly i liked him went because of batman forever 
when I was okay. a kid. Like I'm of the age that yeah. I, I didn't like, appreciate how successful that movie was. That was the number one movie that year. There's oh, like so much mer- merchandising for that movie. Sure. Holy like shit. it was crazy. And but, I had like they had like tie-ins with like McDonald's and yeah. stuff like that. And, I remember like, finding that movie okay and like thinking <sighs> Val Kilmer did fine. I mean, at that point, Batman was had become a parody of itself so i was like yeah this is kind of oh, cool it hadn't yet well that you're right you're right came with that movie i remember yeah because well, i like the really did it, but and i like batman returns even more and sure. so i was stoked even though they were switching directors i was yeah. still like and Batman's. that's cool i'm like joel schumacher made lost boys it's gonna you know and flatliners it's probably gonna be cool whatever i and first scene of that movie in the theater i was like oh shit and i didn't even dislike anything back then and i was like this is awful <laughs> yeah, i no, hate this movie uh, i i don't remember I liking it, hated it but knowing what came after i was like eh, yeah that movie's okay <laughs> i was like at least but the I, next one had the I common hate, decency <laughs> to have arnold schwarzenegger making ice puns yeah, oh, yeah. thank you well, give me something have you guys seen the Salton sea <laughs> you've surely seen that i have I never know. seen the salt are sea, you kidding missed it. yeah and you you have to watch that movie oh, okay. that's the All movie right. that brought val kilmer back for me because i yeah. had just kind of like whatever he's the batman and then like fell off and he's I, dieter von kunth yeah he, dieter von kunth for sure <laughs> for mcgruber mcgruber oh yeah, 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 yeah but that's later that's later but <laughs> and a buddy that i <laughs> a guy i was a, a buddy of mine at work around mm. that you know early 2000s i guess right before kiss kiss baby only I mean, that same time mm-hmm. period like brought me the dvd of salt and sea like that was our relationship was we just share movies and he's like and i was like about kilmer and he's like no 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 and that movie's fucking wonderful it huh. I, i'm very surprised cool. at least tucker hasn't seen it yeah, yeah i'll have to watch it anyway, anyway. just always you yeah, especially know, if they you, fall through the cracks well because yeah. val kilmer always was off like i couldn't quite get my feet under me about him because i really didn't like the ice man he just annoyed me and okay, i understood Iceman that he was surprised was right. too um but I That's, love real I like genius. That I mean, there's that. there's mm-hmm. an argument to make. That I love I, I real crafted genius. my entire life love around <laughs> the aspect of being like a mildly attractive, uh-huh. smart guy <laughs> yeah. in the physics department. Of like, right. yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, if that movie yeah. hadn't influenced me, maybe my life would have been different. Right. Maybe I wouldn't have He's bothered so studying in physics. So and good. like, and uh, top, uh, secret, top secret. Top as secret. As a kid, yeah. I was just like, this movie actually is awesome like i remember and then, thinking it was stupid and then being like but mm-hmm. i love it yeah, that's <laughs> right and then of course my uh you know but he'd uh, fallen uh, off is my, my point my, and then my Salt young my young uh oliver stone obsession i was all in on the doors when it came out I loved oh it. maybe uh, that's what it was it was the doors that and threw tombstone me, and they threw like, me over the edge because i knew he was too cheeseball in the doors even as much as him. i was into the doors at that time and i was like an it's obnoxious. a great performance it's Jim rough. Morrison is is obnoxious. <laughs> You're right. He's nailing he, it. But oh man, I think it's because I saw I an love interview that he with him. Destroyed his marriage to do making it, making that movie. Well, and I saw he it, was Jim Morrison I, for like a year. That's what I'm talking about. Joanne Wally Kilmer was like, I'm out. I saw an interview with him <laughs> at that time, and he was so pretentious about oh, channeling yeah. Jim Morrison. I was just like, uh-huh. oh god. And I think that's <laughs> when I say he fell it. off for me. It was like after seeing that interview, <laughs> and I was like, no, bro, no, bro, <laughs> no, bro. I honestly can't think of anything post the doors until later. Like, like that's probably it, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I can't yeah, think of anything Salt that I was sea really was into in there. Salt and Sea. And I, if you when you watch it, you're gonna be like Tombstone. Holy I like Tombstone. I really liked the movie The Saint 
Oh my god, this movie's so bad. Yeah. Have you revisited that movie? No. I was like, are I you going to pick that? Like in you the last the shadow? It was do. right around <laughs> the same do. time. It was Please like, do. Yeah. That was my reference point. Is like oh. that, at the same time when I also was like watching the shadow. Yeah. Like, oh, it was makes sense. Those the types of action movies where I was just like, I love all action movies. <laughs> and so the Saint came out That's at that so time, funny. and I was like, and he's Batman, and it's this he movie. So bad. It's oh, it's <laughs> and Elizabeth Shoes in it. Yeah, oh, I love Elizabeth. She's a physicist. Yeah, and I of love Elizabeth. She she's, yeah. she's, she's cracked the code on on uh, cold fusion, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, hasn't oh, yeah. everybody? And, it? Dude, in the nineties, everybody chain that reaction. Chain reaction. Yeah, they were all, all cold fusion. Going after cold fusion, <laughs> yeah. man. The miracle. Uh, yeah, cold the fusion schemes z- and cover ups. Zero is law of thermodynamics. <laughs> um. But anyway, I, think I like Val, Val Kilmer. I like Val Kilmer too. Yeah. <laughs> Did yeah, you guys see the new Top Gun? Did you see him? I have not I seen it. I didn't watch I, it. Well, in, in this movie, I remember because there are his weight fluctuates, so I think there is reshoots or something, and he's put on a little weight. It's like <laughs> casting Matthew Perry in the movie <laughs> in this same time period where <laughs> you have to go back and do reshoots. It's like There's casting a Matthew Perry, except tolerable. It, it, well, I just mean in terms of yeah. like scene to His scene weight, weight fluctuation, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, knowing that he was also going through stuff that eventually, like, I mean, today he's yeah. he's like struggling hard. And I, yeah. did you guys watch that Val? Yeah. That, no, I did. It's really beautiful. I it, and I, it really makes I me. I should watch it. I, it made me have a deeper appreciation for him in general, right? Like, because I did go through that period of just like this guy's a cheeseball. Fuck this guy. Like. And yeah, it's through his voice, so it doesn't paint him as a perfect person. But no, but I like also that it's his private, yeah. it's his private videos. Yeah, like, so when it's he like, videotaped I feel like himself, Brett might hate it, but it's video because he you know he's he, forever. Yeah, he. I mean, he well, takes and, it very seriously, and he's well, trying yeah, to. He's very an, serious. He's very actorly. Well, I didn't and, know he went to Juilliard. But, I mean, yeah. anyone who goes to Juilliard, they they get a pass. Of course, they're gonna act like that. They went to Juilliard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and Robin Williams went to Juilliard. Yeah. yeah. Um. And it's in his son's voice, like literally his son mm-hmm. is speaking for him and he sounds enough like him that it just, it, I don't know, it really hit me. It's a very sweet. Yeah, I think I would like it if I watched it when I was in the right uh, mm-hmm. state of mind. Yeah, yeah. But if I was in the wrong state of mind, maybe I wouldn't like <laughs> but it. This um, guy, Andy I bet Stroke. you would just turn it off because I, th- yeah. I, do th- I think you would still find heart. You'd, you'd find the heart. You, you, I think it, I would too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's... I think I do w- want to watch it. What I have it, wanted to watch it, it ever since it came out. What it did for me was put him in a category of like, oh, he's like a genuine dude. Like he's yeah. been mm-hmm. a Hollywood movie star, and there's just an aspect of that that's going to make you a weirdo. But at this core, it's like also he's like still up Christian Scientist too, which is yeah, going to well, make you kind of a weirdo. But too. He, but yeah. you know, it was clear that he just that woman was the love of his life, and he wanted her near him even though they're not together like there's mm-hmm. an aspect of that where i was like man that is not what i expected i figured he would be like the pussy crew and just be like the pussy crew the pussy crew is the coochie crew i'm talking about the coochie crew is that two live crew yeah the coochie crew you know what i mean sure Anyway, and I thought he's, I, I think he's... Kuchi Kuchi Crew. Kuchi Kuchi Crew. I'm going to do Okay, I'm not going to Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Um, uh, I, but I like him in this. I think... Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I, I think he is... 
I, he does a good job of it because he could just be smarmy and an asshole because the character on the page, I can see that being read that way. Yeah. And he doesn't take it that way. He takes you it, know, he's like competent, like you said, yeah. and he's almost like the hero of the movie, even though the movie's not centered around him. I think it's weird how no one, no one thinks of him as a comedic actor, and yet a lot of the things I love about him are his, are his comedic yeah. uh, timing and his delivery. Like, him in Real Genius is oh. like, yeah. you know, you just, you're like, I want to be funny like that guy. Yeah, yeah. That's I what I just said. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I designed my fucking life around yeah. that. Well, even it, I mean, he's just, he's a funny guy, and then it's like, he got so serious it felt like, yeah. and then the, yeah, once the Batman and the Saint yeah. roles start coming in he loses all that and well, maybe here and today i feel like someone like that today someone like that if he were i, I maybe the availability was different probably it was because I, I feel like actors do that today and then they go do their passion projects or they mm. go do stuff that they get to flex in they'll go do benedict yeah. cumberbatch right like he'll go do the marvel stuff yeah. as a paycheck and then he'll go flex as an actor right. in something much smaller that the imitation game. <laughs> yeah. But some people... Well, I wasn't referring power to that. Dog. I was thinking of the power um, of the dog. Power yeah. of the dog. The but, power of the dog. Woof, woof. Yeah. <laughs> you know That happens saying. now, but or yeah. Or even Ben Foster, right? Like, although he's just a straight up It didn't feel actor. like people had... Yeah, it didn't feel like they had but, that But like Val Kilmer didn't do then. that. Like, he just yeah. did the Saint and did, <laughs> did Batman and could do anything and then kind of fucked around with that other... that, that He also kind of got... Island a, of Dr. I mean, Moreau. Yeah, Ooh. the the Batman thing though, I think kind of fucked with him because yeah. you know you get Batman and then he didn't like it. Like I remember that yeah, him well, being it like, wasn't "This a good sucks." Movie. And he's a Julia. Well, plus actor. it's like, like yeah, I don't get to act. Good. I'm covered in this fucking thing and yeah. it's stupid. And it could be anybody. And he's like, I'm Jim Morrison, and bro. <laughs> yeah. And I think that kind of. Did you uh, see me? I was doing poetry. <laughs> <laughs> But that's got to be uh, the killer awoke before dawn, bro. <laughs> bro. Put his boots on. <laughs> that's how he played it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> bro. <laughs> yeah, I want to see a remake of that in in a vein similar to Blonde. You know me and uh, <laughs> just like <laughs> Morrison. Uh, <laughs> um, did you you know my friends Jeff and Crystal? Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I go over. I sing karaoke at their house sometimes, and me and Crystal <laughs> end up. We will, me and Crystal will end up like uh, just Jim Morrison offing. Yeah. yeah, we'll just do Doors songs oh for like an hour and a half and piss everyone off. What's well, yeah, really off fun? Just hearing about that, <laughs> I know I gotta go. <laughs> it's really fun. I'm about to have a freaking conniption fit, bro. <laughs> Although that is easy. I mean, hmm. I mean, I could do that. So sure. Do what? that i mean nah. it's easy to do it's easy to do because yeah. you just have to pick like four songs that's what i mean yeah i yeah. mean and i only know that people are strange song <laughs> hmm. i have an embarrassingly uh, i was obsessed with the doors mm -hmm. in, in an embarrassing way there in the late 80s early mm -hmm. 90s yeah that's why when the doors movie came out it was like it was pandering to me yeah i was drunk and lsd'd enough to be like oh man fucking he's i was fucking, all about the rock bands fucking, and then the i knew the bands. i knew the old uh i knew the old oliver stone was making the doors movie uh, and yeah. then i had heard, had my dad's like greatest hits tape in the car oh for real yeah and i think that it uh 
Yeah, I think my uh, Doors obsession happened in the lead up to the movie. Uh, no, legitimately, and then the, the first, movie fed it. The first, um, and I read the book. <laughs> legitimate, the, the, the first biography, <laughs> the first music album I ever bought was Doors. Oh, Doors, oh, wow, like, as a kid, and that's only because I didn't know music and I'd seen a, that that video from uh, of TV footage of them playing th- uh, th- for the first time on TV mm. was played oh, yeah. on MTV. Ed whichever Sullivan. song, yeah, it's Sullivan show. When I, they I, couldn't I, say "Girl, you couldn't get yeah, much yeah, higher." Yeah, yeah. Come on, baby. We just want to know if you guys could say, girl, we can't get much better. That's one of my how favorite parts of that movie. I know, mine too, where he's like, how about, why don't you bite my wire? I love it. He was girl, such a rebel, you guys. We you guys get don't much understand better. what a rebel Jim Morrison was. I, I would put Kiss Kiss Bang Bang at like... Are you getting us back on tap? Track? Back on tap. <laughs> back on tap. Of... The Shane Black movies, mm-hmm. I would probably rate it like. Wait, of, wait, wait. Are you his, talking director? Director, oh, like okay. of his movies that he's directed, I'd probably put it at like number two behind the Nice Guys. Okay. Me too. Uh, I, I'm only aware of three, so absolutely, I put him there. Put so it there. It's Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Iron Man three, and then the Predator. The Predator. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then I would definitely put this at number two behind the yeah. Nice Guys. Me yeah. Too. So. It's a and I, like it is a good movie to watch at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, I if you're, if you're burnt out on watching, yeah. it's a Wonderful Life and, and Die Hard, Home Alone, oh. and not Die Hard for the oh. zillionth time. I, I, like I last also, Christmas, my kids, I was like, I opted out. They're like, we gotta watch Die Hard. I was uh, like, do we? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it eight million times. Uh, I watched Four Hundred Blows, the Four Hundred Blows by Francois Truffaut. I've oh, never seen I it before. I gotta see that. It's it's a Oh, <laughs> where did you watch it? Where did you watch it's it? It's on HBO Max. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I'm fucking doing like, that bunch tonight. Bunch of and Fellini are on there. I have to see that. Okay. Anyway, I really loved it, but uh, yeah, it's like all That's what during that time period, and then at one point there was Christmas decoration and shit, and I was like, oh, oh, nice. ah! isn't that his? That's his autobiography, right? <laughs> I mean, it's based on autobiographical. It's autobiographical about his childhood yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how. Semi-autobiographical. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder going forward because I think my movie Three mm-hmm. Days of the Condor oh, okay. Seven, might have less days, Christmas yeah, quite a bit less Christmas oh. connective tissue. And uh, I, I, well, I, I know nothing about it really, so I'm what? excited. Have you not seen? I've it? never seen it. What? I'm really excited. That's so to strange to me. I just take it for granted. Anything I've seen, you've probably seen eleven times. So, and yeah, I just Christmas, watched it recently. I've just seen Cabin Boy eleven times. <laughs> I love Gavin Me Boy. too. <laughs> I think it's a fucking classic that deserves to be recognized as such. Okay. I, well, I'm, I, was, I was saying that, like, uh, depending on, like, what the, how we po- dole out points, this movie does seem to just have a lot of Christmas uh, mm-hmm. as compared to, like, what I remember of Cobra. Oh, God. And Cobra's yeah, I literally has very little. It's so incidental, guys. It's so fucking incidental. You don't even know it's there. I literally couldn't remember what our other two yeah. movies were, so I'm oh. glad you just said them. <laughs> right. Well, you I couldn't remember I the had, winner. I did start reading the Cobra, the Cobra book. Right. Of course. As soon as you said that. that, I remember the whole conversation. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, like I'm, I'm barely hearing you guys. It is... Uh, Thirty? <laughs> yeah. Have, how long is it? It's like a hundred. It's like two hundred pages. I was gonna say it can't be like <laughs> it's like one hundred and fifty pages, right? Two hundred. Yeah, it's not much. <laughs> but I'm having a hard little, time. Very little poorly resemblance written. to Cobra. Then I'm sure. Cobra. Although, oh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I can remember this to save it for the Cobra episode. Oh, okay. But in the book, <laughs> is this the nasty cop? She. <laughs> Did I text you guys? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
the fact that in the book the main character says to the like two cops one who is like the cobra type character in the book uh she says oh i see what you guys are doing you guys are playing you guys are role playing that old nice cop nasty cop routine <laughs> that old that old routine cut over and he's like putting some wax Ooh. on his nipples <laughs> so nasty uh, i've never I'm heard it referred to as no. nice cop nasty cop no, ever either. i was like that's new <laughs> i know what you're saying but i do not know what you're saying oh my god <laughs> yeah. uh, um all right let's yeah. wrap this up okay. i got, I got this, yard work yeah, I this dog do is stinky <laughs> i know is oh, man farting. i'm telling you is he farting is she is she farting or is she just is that so. a breath i, I mean it could farts. just be i just started noticing it and i was oh. like that is so weird that she'd have gas ripping some farts over must here just big always time. be stinky farts and i just don't sit next to her because she her diet is yeah. extremely controlled so oh. <laughs> it's always the same food always um, all right kiss kiss bang bang pretty good christmas incidentally christmas movie yeah. and it's got michelle monaghan so she's great hands down it's got go. a lot going for it there's just i have like a couple things yep. that make yep. it kind of a couple notches down from like the nice guys but even is all. having sat here talking about it like I'm willing to throw it back on and watch it again. I, oh, I yeah. really oh, yeah, love too, being sure. in that yeah. world. I really love being in that world. I love being in the nice you know, guys world. Yeah, me the too. Only, I almost started watching the nice guys this week, and I was like, no, you got to watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, just, it just pulled up on yeah. Netflix or whatever, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, no, dude. Next time you watch it twice for this, you should watch it once for this and once for yourself. <laughs> yeah. That's what I did, Tucker. That's you said what you I'm did saying. it for oh, this. Well, in but, anticipation of this, I watched it once with the idea of this, and then the second time I just watched it because I like it. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, that's not what you said. Hey, I'm telling you now, bro. Yeah. Hey, Stop, retro, bro. Stop retro fitting. <laughs> One thing we haven't said about this that did strike me on both viewings is why is it called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Like, like it has mm. nothing to do with anything. It's not even. I guess it's just in part of the meta aspect of it, right? Like that would be a title for whatever that detective story. Possible. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's not distracting. It's just that's curious that that's the name of the movie. Yeah. Because like yeah. three years of the Condor, his is that his code I name mean, is it Condor. It's kind of a you know a noirish book feel to it. It does. It does. But and it doesn't like connect meta, to anything. A, like a meta comment on the like structure of these types of movies, how it like starts with like a kiss kiss and mm. ends with a bang bang. I don't mm. think it's that deep. I think it just sounds <laughs> nifty and it does sound like a title for a pulp novel. Yeah. But but there's not a lot of well there but there is kiss kiss and bang banging happening. Sure. In more it's ways true. than one. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I, there's I, I, bang bang <laughs> not like, banging sex. Sure. Oh there's sex in the movie. The there is some sex in the movie. There is some banging, but there's also gun bang bang yes yes yeah and do you like sex the bang two bang, kinds or gun of bang, bang i like both <laughs> and i i'm actually surprised we didn't talk about when he loses his finger because that that was oh, also yeah. my my takeaway <laughs> i remember like feeling like ooh, 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 uncomfortable yeah, like i, don't like, I don't like that he loses his finger <laughs> and then he's fucking with it through the rest of the movie like it's an interesting thing to have your main character have happened to them and have it be like yeah. watching it in real time right but it is so uncomfortable like it makes me so uncomfortable <laughs> I, I hate it yeah and, then when, the, and when, the, when the dog eats the finger that's so funny that whole again that's like Robert yeah. Downey Jr. like he's he's unreasonably good yeah. in the movie like that whole structure of that scene where he like watches the woman die and then shoots the guy and is not okay with having shot the guy and then loses the finger and he's just like 
he's just demonstrating like he's suffering on multiple levels and you can see mm-hmm. it in him in his performance yeah and the yeah. way he's talking to perry on the phone and he's just like i i i i, I just shot a guy. i've never done you know and he's yeah. like in perry's there with him and he's like oh yeah and eh, but also like hey you got to clean up you got to get out of there and the yeah. dog <laughs> the dog eating the finger right. all that is so nonsense but it works for me it's like yeah because that then yeah. there's that noise of the dog he's like actually no, i think we're okay <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah anyway right. I, I just wanted to bring that part up again because it, it is entirely entirely the, well, the strength of the performers right but that's like, funny too like the finger getting cut off thing too because that's also the same type of thing happens in the nice guys where oh, he, he cuts himself right. no he gets his arm ryan gosling yeah. gets his arm, arm broken. broken yeah russell oh, Cope yeah, breaks yeah, his yeah, arm yeah, yeah, at the yeah. beginning and then he's de- the rest of the movie he's like dealing, <laughs> dealing with, the with the broken arm, arm. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a, it's that's, like an, an injury early on that like yeah. incapacitates the yeah. protagonist somehow yeah and because it does feel like Ryan Gosling is the star of Nice Guys even though it's a buddy movie yeah in the similar way that Robert Downey Jr. feels like the star of this movie even though it is mm-hmm. basically a buddy film and right like intentionally making that person the more inferior of the two characters, right. but even still your, your primary way into he this. He does that with story. Lethal Weapon too. Mel Gibson's undoubtedly the lead in Lethal Weapon and he's suicidal. Right. He's got all but the But he's also the, the most, he's shit. also badass. Like he's like well, sure. undeniably the badass of those two. Yeah. Right. So it's a, li- it would be more like if he was doing <laughs> so that funny to and think was of getting Mel Gibson his as a badass. <laughs> <laughs> Especially back yeah. then, it would, there was no question. Right. If he showed oh, up yeah. on screen, well, he, he was, was like, so mad. <laughs> right. He was Mad Max. Yeah. I know. Mad Max and whatever and his fucking Martin name Riggs. Is. Yeah, Riggs. <laughs> whatever the fuck his name is. And then Bird on a Wire. I mean, come on. Sure. <laughs> I don't remember you that. You don't remember Bird on a Wire? I don't. Him and Goldie Hawn? I didn't watch that. Never mind. <laughs> I can't believe you. <laughs> what is your problem? Um, all right, let's wrap this up. Let's all wrap right. it up. Let's, I got I I gotta gotta to go. I got some yard Any work. final thoughts on Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? I we love gotta, it. Let's I really the, loved it. Let's I love see it. if we can finagle in like 25 more minutes of talking. Well, okay. we, didn't, we, didn't, um, we didn't talk at all about the goofy action ending, right? Like the, mm. the, the shooting the and grabbing the, the gun. And all yeah, that the stuff. whole thing hanging out of the, hanging off the coffin off the side of the interstate. Mm-hmm. Like all that's the action I was referring to being yeah. clunkier than like well- edited well shot because yeah. i'm not confused about what's happening but it still doesn't quite jive right like the yeah. coffin flying over the side and then getting wedged the way it does like physically it doesn't make sense it's fine it's a movie it's and a true story, like, I mean, it's a true sure. story. <laughs> and like hanging off the thing about. and shooting the guy real fast yeah and then drop it onto the roof and shooting those guys like <laughs> i dig it it's fun yeah it feels like a different movie suddenly yeah. which i didn't quite appreciate I want I almost wanted the meta aspect of it to pull back and reveal that none of that happened it was just a far less exciting finale but whatever and then in the shooting from the dick like I like playing into the homophobia that's been kind of implied anyway so that again like shooting from the dick well because he's like <laughs> he's like song. homophobes never check there right like oh yeah i like yeah, that yeah. i like that as a little touch a little nod to mm-hmm. to me it's even more meta if it <clears throat> if it, shane black mm-hmm. is indeed homosexual that yeah. makes it that or, or whatever i don't i don't know to me that just adds to the meta aspect of the entire 
framing of the story and the movie itself and i don't know I, those are last final thoughts that i'll just wedge in at the end here Beautiful. i think this nice is like work, the most pal. incidental christmas movie in the history of the, incidental it, christmas I mean, movies this side of cobra at least but I guess we'll have to. I guess we'll see. I guess what are we we'll doing see. next? What? Oh, well, I guess we're doing Three, three days, days of the, the Condor, Condor next. next. Okay. Yeah. Now, why um, did you choose to read Cobra and not Seven Days of the Condor? Because uh, I didn't know that that was a thing. Because I'm going to go out on a limb. And I think it's Six Days of the Condor. I think it's Seven. Days I heard of the that Condor. it's Seven. I I looked this up because you were talking seven. I was like, oh, what happened to the other four days? They could only oh, afford I'm, that. I'm, and oh. then I looked it up, and I think it was six days of the condor. Oh, six, and I was six like, days oh, is actually more. It, it really rolls is. off your tongue better. <laughs> of regardless, the six days. I'm going to go condor. out on a limb and say either six or seven days of the condor is a much better book than whatever Cobra's book is called. It's six days dog. of the condor. Okay. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Can we put this to bed, please? Six Days of the Condor is a much better title than both seven or three. So, hey, Hollywood. <laughs> it's a lot this. more days than three and one less than seven. Yeah. So it's way title. different. The title is better. <laughs> Six Days of the Condor. I, ah! <laughs> well, and after you watch the movie, there's no real reason, really no reason why they couldn't have just made it six days. Like yeah. they just changed. Why it couldn't it just no- be like one day of the Condor? Yeah. Why couldn't they just call it Christmas? Because we're just watching it in two hours, regardless. <laughs> right. so two hours. We're of not going to be two hours of the Condor. We're not confused that six full days have passed in the movie. <laughs> why didn't okay. you pick Condor Man? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> Okay, well, so three days of the condor is our next cool. Film. Yes, okay. that's looking my pick. To looking forward to it. Can't right. wait. It's going to be so exciting and so incidentally Christmas. Wow. So I, I hope your hopes are <laughs> held up. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks. Sorry about that. everything I said. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry everybody. Oh my god. I'm having a hard time keeping it together. I'm having a hard time with myself today. I apologize to everybody here, everybody out there. Listen. How many listeners does this thing We're get? We're all strong. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Not enough. Yeah, no. I mean, more than enough, honestly. <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, until next time. Cry, cry macho, macho shitters. shitters. I'm going to get some. <laughs>